what was that? All right, so I, I took the chance and I dressed up for you. Um, what are we talking about here? We're talking about the stock market. We're talking about football. Clearly, my team, the Chicago Bears, were not playing in the playoffs this past weekend. But let's come back to that in a second. The stock market, the Dow Jones Industrial Average specifically, oh, finished yesterday 90 points higher than it was the day before. Is that the whole story? If you were watching the market, and I usually don't suggest watching the market, that might have been you, hyperventilating, going up and down. If you were watching this ridiculously amazing football on Saturday and on Sunday between the Chiefs and the Bills and the Bucks and who is Tampa Bay playing? Well, I know who's not going to be playing the Super Bowl, Green Bay. If the only goal for each of these teams was to win the Super Bowl, they are failures this year. That being said, watching teams like the Bills go toe-to-toe -to -toe with the Kansas City Chiefs, all that experience that we had, they gave us eight hours of football. And now here's where the parallel is. If you were looking at the stock market yesterday, and if we were basically one of these um, Let's just say we were on a plane for a second, right? And I'm going to try to do this with my best pilot voice. Uh, this is your pilot speaking from the uh, cockpit. Uh, we're going to uh, start today by uh, dropping from 30,000 feet to uh, about 5,000 feet. Uh, preceded by speaking, uh, quickly climbing uh, up to another 31,000 feet you would be nauseous. You would have this air sickness bag and it wouldn't just be your air in there, it'd probably be your other stuff in there. But if you're looking at the end picture here, yeah, you were up 90 points. That doesn't matter. Out of 32 teams in the NFL, there are there's one team that's going to win the Super Bowl. And if that's the only thing you're looking for, yeah, I get it, you're not gonna be happy. But, with your finances, with the stock market, with your assets, with your equities, with your bonds, whatever we're talking about here, the goal isn't just to quote unquote win the Super Bowl. You're not trying to make as much money as possible. And I think this is a key point and there's actually a learning uh, opportunity here for a lot of folks. Why do we have money in the market? It's to meet our financial goals. Now, your financial goals might be to retire independently. It might be to help a child get through college. It might be for you to have a work optional lifestyle. It might be to have that vacation home or that condo in the city or that beach house. If those are your goals, well, you've got to be very conscious and you have to be invested appropriately. But let's just say there's a lot of experience going out there. If your goal is to make as much money as possible, it's not going to work. If you're looking to meet financial goals, then you're going to be invested appropriately. And when you're talking about things like the NFL, forget the fact that your team may not have won the Super Bowl or your team may not have been in the playoffs. What about the fact that you got eight hours of really, really fun football? What, if, what about the fact that I have a bond with my son to be able to watch these sports and have these, these connections with my family members where I can trash talk some Green Bay folks um, about about their sort of, uh, I'm sorry, too soon? Maybe it's too soon. But I could trash talk about that. Here's the thing. This past week, and quite frankly, the week before, every week of this year, if you will, the major equity indexes, they've had major hits. They have not done well. 
um, we're probably getting into this thing called correction territory. So we're the US, the S&P 500 is off to its worst start since 2016. The NASDAQ is in the correction category. You know, Dr. Fauci is saying, look, he's as confident as he can be about the Omicron virus. But now we're talking about this week, there's a Fed meeting today and tomorrow. They're meeting and they're gonna talk about the backdrop of these markets. Uh, they're not expecting any major announcements, but yeah, stuff can come up and the market's going to go up and down and up and down. Stop looking at the market. Uh, I get it, I'm talking about it right now. So Neil, if you don't want me to look at it, why are you talking about it? Well, I want you to draw this parallel between football, between the NFL and the joy that it can give you with respect to just enjoying the experience. And that's why we watch football. We watch it for the experience. Why do we invest in the market? We invest in the market because we have certain goals that we want to accomplish. We have things that we want to do. So get off of the whole, you know, it, Josh Allen might be the, the equivalent of cryptocurrency. Um, Tom Brady might be the equivalent of stocks and bonds. One is more tried and true, one is newer, one's got a higher potential potentially, maybe it could drop off. We don't know what's going to happen, but my point is know your financial goals, invest appropriately, put away the bag, enjoy the experience. And, um, and that being said, if it, just as a Chicago Bears fan, I am completely inspired by Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. God bless that guy, because if they could turn it around like that quickly, then there's hope for, for my, uh, my beloved Chicago Bears. A couple of other things that I want you to kind of keep in mind. Uh, things that came up this week. It is tax season. So as you're getting ready to file your taxes, there are things that you can do to help yourself. Um, I shared this before. This is going to be a bumpy IRS season for a lot of folks meaning uh, the IRS is depleted. They just don't have as much staff and they're sort of inundated. There's new forms as usual. So file early if you can. Um, opt for uh, online filing. And then if you, can, if you are getting a refund, aim to get that refund via some sort of direct deposit. That should help you a little bit. Those are three things that are within your control. So what's not within your control, what happens to the market, what is within your control is whether or not uh, you, you do these other three things. Speaking of things within your control, you know, one thing that came up last week, which I've spoken about before, you go into a bank and you want to put money into an account for a grandchild or for a child. And the person behind the bank with all good intentions, most likely is saying, you know what, you probably could put your money into a UTMA or a UGMA account, Uniform Gift for Minors account or a Uniform Trust for Minors account. That's great. You don't need a lawyer. You don't need to, you don't need any extra paperwork. Just do it right there. Here's the thing. When you're 21 or when the child reaches age 21, that is their money. They can do whatever they want to do with it. Now, fortunately or unfortunately, you know, I, I guess when I was 21, I didn't have a whole lot of money. If I had a fair amount of money, could I have spent maybe seven to 10 to $15,000 to try to get this Jersey autographed? Maybe. Would that have been the best use of my money? Maybe not. And, um, you know, unfortunately, Walter Payton is long past, so we can't get signatures from him. It's not that I don't value those sort of things too, but maybe it's not best to give a 21-year-old a few thousand, a few hundred thousand, or a million dollars. So if you have a UTMA account or a UGMA account, there are ways to kind of maneuver it. They're not straightforward, but there are ways to maneuver it so the child doesn't receive all that money at an early age. It might be 19 in some states, might be 21, depending on the kind of account. There are ways to maneuver it so they don't get all of that access to that money right away. But you've got to be mindful about it. It's not going to be automatic. Secondly, uh, aside from it being, uh, if you could avoid doing it at all in the first place, 
there are different ways to give gifts to children where you can protect against this. Because remember, once they're 21, it's their money or 19. And once it's their money, if they went through a lawsuit or a creditor claim or a divorce, it could be lost. I mean, it could definitely be named in some sort of suits, right? So that's what we're trying to avoid. If you can avoid a UTMA account or a UGMA account, you want to do that. So a couple other quick things here. At the end of February, we're planning to have a webinar event. This is going to be by invitation only. It's not going to be on our social media platforms. It's not going to be a live show necessarily, but it is going to be, it is going to be live, but it's going to be via invitation only. So if you are interested in that webinar, reach out to us um, and let us know because it is going to be by invitation only. Uh, you can drop us an email or contact us here on Facebook itself. And if you are a client um, of our firm, be ready in April. If you have stuff that needs to be shredded, hold on to it. And if you could build up an appetite between now and then, build up an appetite because we are going to be hosting our Fed and Shred event. It's going to be our first event where we'll have food trucks as well as a shredding truck on premises for our clients and for our, our close planning partners and our friends of our firm. So keep an eye out for that too. And finally, if you have any ideas for show for questions or things that you want to bring up during this whole um, this show, certainly let us know. Uh, we are here to help you. We are here to answer your questions. I hope you are staying safe. I hope you are staying warm. I hope uh, I, I hope it gets warm really fast. As much as I love football, I'd rather be on a beach. All right, everybody, stay safe, stay well, and I will see you next week. And next week I'll be broadcasting from a remote location. So. You know, let that be a cliffhanger for you. All right, everybody. Be well. Bye now.